bam and a jam-packed show for you today coming at you one day late and you know we're sorry you know we're always sorry but it's for good reason i had to choose between doing a solo mission i call them solo missions because podcasting is one of the bravest things you could do and i call them solo missions and i was gonna go about on my own and do a solo mission but i decided to it would have been the best to wait for my co-host because it's not welcome to my podcast is it no and it's, it's not welcome to my podcast zoe deschanel's podcast it's welcome to our podcast right who's our in this case it's you and i and i and you and i and you and sometimes we'll have to go back why and do a solo mission but most times i just wanted to wait for you that's fair i didn't think it was gonna be as good but uh leah who yes. runs our Twitter, did ask oh. um, for solo mission questions. Okay. And I will be answering those as to not be a dickhead. Shall we answer those just one person answers? What do you mean? Every, you read off the questions, you answer one, I answer one? I think I should answer all of them because they're okay. directed towards me. No one asks you questions. All right. Well, then I'll sit here quietly while you answer all of these questions. Why don't you sit there quiet while I do my due diligence? Well, I've been up since like 4.45 today. (laughs) I actually surprised my sister for a sisterly visit. I think she deleted the where she asked for questions. Oh, yeah? She deleted it. She deleted it. So they're gone. So do you want to get back to doing the Discord questions? We have other things that we can talk about. She deleted it? I think so. It's not up there anymore. That's weird. It is weird because I didn't ask her to do that, Leah. Okay? Um... She did put up um, a tweet that said, I'm going to wait for you to do it. But, you know, whatever. And now it's all this. And Zoe, now, where the hell were you for the past couple of days? I was in Seattle. Okay. And how was that? It was great. Uh, had a lovely time. Uh, we didn't do like really anything. Uh-huh. Uh, I gave my sister her first haircut in a very long time. Ever. Yes. Yes. Um, and uh, we just kind of hung out. Tim made us eggplant parm, which was delicious. Great. Yeah, it was great. Tim has made, Tim, my brother-in-law, your sister, in blood's husband yes uh has made so many great things for us over the years mm-hmm. maybe my first introduction to chachachuri board and ratatouille which i thought was only a movie yeah turns out what are you scared i of? don't know there was a weird looking bug a weird looking bug i did leave the door to the deck open for a while today mm. thank you because i love air yes a little about me to start off the show air zoe let me ask you uh, let me start by asking you something okay first of all welcome back thank you i saw an interview today with one of my old internet friends uh a couple days ago on the 31st i saw it and i think is my friend hannah witten you remember her yeah that was yesterday what the 31st was yesterday great yep Today is the first or the second? Today is the first. I saw this interview yesterday with my friend Hannah Witten, and mm-hmm. she's very British. And uh, I think she was on somebody else's podcast, and she was talking about the um, the idea that um, love conquers all. Mm. And uh, and she was, I don't remember her exact stance, but she says, sometimes love does not conquer all. Yes. Sometimes there are things that love does not conquer. Distance. Yeah. yeah. Um, financial things. Mm-hmm. Um, there was another good one. Health mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. And I tried to, I thought it was a very smart answer and a well thought out answer. And then I was trying to think about what I believe. Uh-huh. And I'm interested to hear what you believe. Do you think love conquers all? I mean... I'd love to think that, mm-hmm. you know, because uh, if that was the case, then there would never be a divorce ever. I don't agree with that, but I will listen while you keep going. Um, I don't know. Because you still have to be married to the right person. Right. But true like, love. I think that true love, I think 
there's a lot. I don't believe it. I think that it is all about communication and making sure that you're open and able to really sit there and, you know, dive in even when it's hard, you know, like marriages are, you know, they're not easy. Uh, being in love with someone is difficult sometimes. And, you know, if you're able to voice and really articulate what it is that you need from that person, I think that sure it could prevail, but I think also there are certain things that come about in a relationship that may be harder than others. So you're saying it's love, but it's also, what is it? Say with me work. Yeah. hundred percent. It is. Am I right? Okay. I agree with it. I don't disagree with any of that. Yeah. I think I disagreed with it when she first said it. Here's how I thought of it. And you tell me if this is wrong or Mm -hmm. stupid. I think that there are people that I've been in love with, but until I met you, like I've never loved anyone like I I haven't loved anyone I've been in love with in the past. Like me and you love each other. Mm -hmm. So there's part of me that's like love doesn't conquer all because it's not always what you think is love isn't always the most, the best version of that thing for you with that other person. And we're human beings and we're all kind of like stupid and we don't know what we don't know. Uh So I think that other love fails because it's not, you haven't found the love that could conquer everything else. That's fair. Also, I don't think that there's a definitive answer on this. No, I don't think so either. I think that, you know, there's certain things that. Do you think horniness conquers all? I mean, it could. (laughs) It could. That's how some people figure out their shit. Conquer themselves. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's true. So I thought it was very interesting. Hmm. You have nothing else to add? No, I don't think so. I I wrote, um, I wrote until you find unconditional love. That's my perception based on my experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No one changes their mind, uh, after you call them an idiot. I've been working on that. I've been working on that a lot. Yeah. Because I think that, (sighs) This has nothing to do with anything else. Just a passing thought. Uh The internet really does give people... I was thinking about what Twitter is. And I was on Twitter the other day. And there's times when I really like that. Mostly when people are being funny. Mm -hmm. And then I was just scrolling through it the other day. Kind of out of habit. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is Twitter? Mm -hmm. Why am I on this right now? And I think I was on it just scrolling because you weren't around Mm -hmm. and I didn't necessarily have anyone to talk to. And I was just on it to see what other people were doing at that moment, Mm -hmm. which is kind of a lonely action. I was doing it because I was craving interaction with other people, even just to see what they were doing live. Mm -hmm. And I think Twitter is where lonely people go to yell. You remember back in the day, like in 1993, okay. how when you were feeling some kind of a way, you'd march up to your room and you'd scream into a pillow. Mm-hmm. Or if you lived in the woods, you'd ride your bike into the woods and yell. Yeah. I think people do that now, but with their thumbs. That's fair. And sometimes, and sometimes it's funny and sometimes it's just yelling. So everyone knows that you're yelling. And I'm thinking about how much... People wish they could change other people's minds and they do that in very inefficient ways on Twitter. And there's like name calling. And even if you don't agree with someone like their political shit or their shit on, you know, shouldn't even put these two things next to each other, but like health, like vaccination stuff Uh or whatever, there's a lot of like, you fucking idiot. Like I, I saw a, um, I saw a video that was talking about how people who like Trump, you remember Trump? Remind me. Dongle Trump. Yes, yes. They were saying that it's mostly uneducated white men. 
And I, and they were, they were, it was like a narration over a video of like, uh-huh. you know, all the stuff that whatever. And so I was, I was listening to it because I, you know, I was like, is this based on data or is like, how do they even gather this data and, yeah. and whatever? And then by the end of it, they were like, you're not, you know, he makes you feel powerful, but you're not powerful. You're just being stupid. And I, I, speaking of how'd you get the data, I would love the data of people who would watch that video. Cause first of all, who's it for? Right. Cause are people who you're targeting watching that video? And second of all, if at the end of that video, you're like, you like him cause you're a fucking idiot. Is that changing anyone's mind? Do you think? Uh, n- no. So who yeah. watches that video and is like, huh? oh my God. Oh no, no. What am I? I'm oh, an no, idiot. I'm an idiot. Oh, no. This person. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, no, no, I've been being an idiot. No. And uh, I I just think that as human beings, we have a long way to go on. Um, I don't even know exactly what it is. Respecting somebody enough to even have them entertain your your point of view. Yeah, I mean, you know, I know plenty of smart people that are Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. You know. That's a stupid blanket statement. So, yeah, and I don't it's know like, how you could say that about. You, you know. I think I think too it's it goes to like, you know, and this is not a political podcast. No. And this is just cuz like you've been saying lately, I don't give a fuck. True. Um, hard enough to live one life. Yeah. Like, but I think, (laughs) you know, that goes into like the far right and far left people, right? They just want to, you know, take whoever else down, you know, and they want to make themselves feel good by bringing someone else down, which is not a good, that's bullies. I think it's fueled by a lot of loneliness that it's a lot of people who just want to be a part of something mm-hmm. at that point and yeah. will blindly throw their allegiance behind one thing or another because they know at least they're part of a group at the end of the right, day. Right, right. You know, people talk a lot about the far left and the far right, but they don't talk as much as they maybe should about farting. Speaking um, of farting, questions I was at from the Twitter. gym the other day, <laughs> yeah. and some lady on a, uh, on the elliptical next to me yeah. farted, and I nearly fucking fell over. That's fine. Dying laughing. And it took everything in me because she was a, a bit older, Yeah, and I really held it together, you guys. I was really, really proud of myself because we all know that I'm like a 12-year-old boy that loves that shit. Yes. You know? So, Yes. And then my sister told me a very funny story about she was in the bathroom and it's a communal bathroom and somebody was blowing it up, Best. blowing up the bathroom and then said, excuse me. And Teresa almost fucking died laughing. They said, excuse me. They said, excuse me. Dude, that is like ultimate humility. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, somebody else is in there. You yeah. know, you have no choice but to drop plops. Yeah. Sometimes when it's coming, you can't. Can't. Can't deny it. The older you get. Oh, forget it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I will never be apologetic for any type of noises I make in the no. bathroom. Remember how when when like you're younger, you're like, how dare you poop in public? Who poops in public? And that totally holds weight unless you have IBS or unless you're 27. I'm not going to lie. I still don't like pooping in public. No one likes it. You know, and no I'm one very, would opt for that. I'm very, every time I have to. Yeah. I feel like I smell like poop for the rest of the day. Hmm. You mm-hmm. got it on you. Yeah. Can't clean. Right? Like there's no place like home in, in that sense. Yeah. That's Imagine how disgusting your home bathroom has to be <laughs> for you to be like, God, I got to go to JCPenney and drop plops. Dude, uh, me and Aaron used to do um, what I guess would later become battle shits at, like <laughs> in the mall, in the furniture section of like uh, JCPenney or Bradley. Those those are the best bathrooms to poop in, though, in like the Quiet. department stores. Yeah, there's not that many people. Yeah, Celine Dion's yeah, playing. You're not getting interrupted. It's not the it's not the bathroom off the food court. No, you know, no, which is the danger zone. Yes, you don't want to go to where the the you don't want to shit right next to where they're giving out <laughs> free teriyaki chicken no. bites. No, no, you don't. That's danger zone. Yeah. 
you don't shit next to an orange Julius. Everybody knows that Wetzel's pretzels. I'd rather Wetzel my pants <laughs> than to poop in the mall. Yeah. You poop, the proops, proops, Greg proops in the furniture section of wherever you're at. <laughs> yes. And that's what's up. Um, my friend, you know how my friends, they, we send farts to each other all the yes. time. Mm-hmm. I sent one to you the other day. Yes. And you said, Either why or Mike. It was a one word answer and it was not an impressed. It's not a whoa. What? It was not that. Um, my friend uh, Matt sent me a fart the other day uh-huh. and it sounded so specific. It sounded like somebody pushing a couch into a pool. <laughs> and uh, And it was very impressive. I think that I thought that maybe you had sent something on accident. No, very on purpose. Very, very on purpose. Yeah, I didn't. It was it yesterday. It was yesterday. Yeah. Not at six fifty-five. No, oh, I didn't save it. Damn it, dude. Uh, I'm sure you have it in your. You think I have it in your uh, voice recordings? Yes, because that's how you. No, it was not my voice recording. I don't send farts via voice recording anymore unless i know i'm gonna repurpose them okay but if it's just uh you had to be there fart yeah it's the holding down the i didn't save it uh audio thing in the in what is it iChat. yeah yeah i apologize you didn't keep the audio no do you care about anything no do you want to move on <laughs> sure do you have anything to say by this point i feel like i'm no, I feel like you're Locomotion. doing great. Well, there's some questions here. Yeah, but we're going to do that. But right after, I feel, I feel like I'd, I'll get all my notes out of the way first. I and just, then we'll do questions until we get tired. I was on a flight this morning early. And I sat down. And the woman sitting directly next to me. Now, Ripped let a me, hot beef. No, let me preface this. Yes. I understand that flying right now is a scary time. Because you're up so high. That and COVID times, right? Like I understand, you know, like we all take our extra measures. I've always been someone that wipes down the seats and all the things like around us, you know. Um, and I haven't worn gloves on a flight I mean, this woman was like strapped and ready to go. And poor thing. Hazmat girl. Yeah. Had like two knee braces, you know. You got to be safe. Seven masks. Like I'm literally like, I'm not even joking. And she had gloves on and she was clenching like for dear life, like white knuckle clenching. Yeah. Hand sanitizer. Yeah. (laughs) That's not how hand sanitizer works. (laughs) <laughs> it's not gonna do anything. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, unless like a cartoon, like you squeeze it, and it goes out. <laughs> yeah, like just like holding on to dear life. Yeah, JSC. You know, and uh, I couldn't help but stare at one point. Mm-hmm. She ended up being very nice. Yeah, and she was there visiting family too. Yes. But holy shit, man. Stressful, stressful time, clenched jaw. Yeah. Smell breath. Yes. And then she was like, when she was eating, she kept lifting her mask this way. Yeah. And then, into eyes. Yeah, into eyes. and then, Up into eyes. Yeah. She had her napkin tucked in. It was very cute. That's a, Was she older? Not like, she wasn't old by any means, like our parents' age. Yeah. They're not old. Hmm. They're not old. My dad talks like he's old. Yeah. 75 that's old my dad will switch subjects in the (laughs) middle of a sentence at breakneck speed that's kind of old okay that's kind of an old thing to do he'd be like and you have any shows tonight yeah and i'll be like yeah and he'll be like how far away are the shows and i'm like i don't know it's in west hollywood it's like 5.2 miles and he'll be like you fell off a jungle gym when you were eight do you remember that the lasagna that mom used to make and that's the best. Anyway, Giants are on. I'll see you later. Yeah. And that's the, that's. Oh, gotta go. Two Game's starting. Yeah. Yes. But that's neither here nor there. Here here. Anyway, it's neither here, horn, yeah. Horn, hair. Um, I 
Our friend, my friend and yours, Melissa Mulligan, mm-hmm. is she has this program called uh, the it's like the uh, music career mastermind. Mm-hmm. She used to be a vocal co- vocal coach. Vocal, <laughs> and she's very good at it for a long time, and she still does that stuff. But it's more like she coaches you on your artistic lifestyle instead of just vocals Mm -hmm. she develops a whole artist like young kids into artists and she tells them about pit what do i have something on my face no oh i thought you were giving me a indication no and she uh saves people from the pitfalls of the themselves Sure. And uh, the music business and other artistic endeavors, mainly uh, musicians. Mm -hmm. And she wrote this quote the other day. uh, And she put it on her Instagram. And I liked it so much. And I shared it. And all my stupid comedian friends are coming out of nowhere and saying, that's awesome. Or giving me clappy emojis or whatever. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to, to share it again to see if it resonated with anybody else. Okay two times here it is what other people see and i want to know if you uh what your thoughts are on it because you are also an artistic person yes 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 what others see as procrastination the creative mind experiences as thinking Mm -hmm. songwriters artists and entrepreneurs are often Productive, quotation marks, in short bursts of time and energy. If this resonates with you, don't sweat those hours of contemplation. You're not stuck. The pauses in between action are the most brilliant aspects of your process. Melissa Mulligan at music underscore career underscore mastermind. What do you think of that shit? I think that it resonates. And I think that a lot of people who are creative end up into it's like a you know like a writer's block type thing for writers and songwriters and all of that stuff right and i think that it's important that you do have those moments of quote procrastination right because it is the time that you're thinking about all of these things that you're just trying to like get out right like you're just trying to have like this creative something and if Epiphany. Yeah, if you're procrastinating or whatever, you know, like, yeah, I think that's, I think it's true. And I think that a lot of people need to give themselves a break because it's like, as artistic people, you tend to beat yourself up for the times that you're on like a lull. Yeah. You constantly feel like you have to be on and you have to be going at a thousand miles an hour. And if you're not doing it, then you're just you're not doing anything and you've never done anything ever before ever. Why does it get to that point so fast? Um, here are all my thoughts about that. One, I think that this is, it's true. It resonated with me immediately Mm -hmm. because I know myself Mm -hmm. and that means I know first and foreskin that, The creative process, the way I work creatively, I give it everything I got until the battery is gone and then you got to recharge the battery. Mm -hmm. So the time in between, even if like yesterday, I know that we like having this show out every Monday, Mm -hmm. but in order for it to be the best it could possibly be, I knew let's give it one more day. I'm sorry for the wait, but it'll be better if you give us a little bit more time. Mm -hmm. And I think that it will be. We're halfway through, but... And there's really no, unless we shed the bed for the rest of the episode, it'll be fine. A lot of poop farts, all kinds of stuff. That's kind of what we're about. We're not a political podcast. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We're a poop literally podcast. Don't write that down. So, um, but another thing I'll say is that you do need to know enough about yourself to know the difference between recharging your battery and procrastination. Yeah. Because I used to procrastinate a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. And I still do with certain things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes try not to. It's a hard habit to break. Right. But um, you got to know the difference 
so you don't hear something like this and use it as your excuse to put everything off. Right. But when you know, it all goes back to like being able to fool yourself. If you're being honest with yourself and you know the difference between you're putting something off because it's hard or scary or whatever, and or you're putting it off because you just need to recharge to make it the best version, then uh, that is the most valuable information you could, uh, or some of the most valuable information you can know about yourself as an artist or as a creative person is to know that, you know, my dad said that thing about like, some people do the best that some people do their best or there's a difference between your best and the, the best that you could do or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm, I know what I'm trying to say, but okay. it's not coming out real well. Yeah. Um, I, I'm just saying that it's worth however long it takes to figure out whether or not you are being lazy. Mm-hmm. Cause that's still on the spectrum somewhere mm-hmm. or procrastinating because you need to recharge your, creative battery right i mean too as like artistic people you're constantly going right you're constantly thinking about you know how can i make something better what more can i do where am i going so you're constantly like just doesn't matter if we're having a conversation right now it's still in the back of your mind like okay what else do i need to get done okay what else can i do about that joke okay what can i do about that color what is a different technique that what is a different color technique that I could try on a client or somebody that I'm having like an issue with, or, you know, uh, like, a someone's color not taking and what did I do wrong or whatever. And we're constantly just kind of going, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's, it's funny that you brought, bring this up because this weekend, uh, you know, Tim last night, my brother-in-law asked me, you know, like, he's like, did you have a good time? And I was like, yeah, I was like, it, it felt really good to just completely disconnect from yeah. work uh-huh. altogether. And he's like, you cut Teresa's hair. And I was like, that's not real work. You know, like, sure, I worked, whatever. I worked for an hour cutting her hair, fine. But it also was like a moment for us to like, you know, connect. And I, that's how, when we all lived at home, that's when I would see them most of the time is behind the chair because we were all busy and whatever. And like they would come in and get their hair done or whatever. And that was like a chance for us to like connect. So it wasn't real work. It was us hanging out. Right. You know, mm-hmm. um, it wasn't listening to somebody's stories that you don't give a shit about. No, it was us talking shit on each other and like fucking goofing around and like having fun, right. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, after that hooker brought me coffee or something, or, okay. you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, it felt good even though I was still like working. Like I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about work. I just was able to just disconnect. Yeah. And it was nice to have like a, a trip where there was nothing extra. Yeah. You know, there wasn't work involved going to shows for you or doing whatever, you mm-hmm. know, not that I mind that either, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's, it's, it's hard when you spend time with people all the time. Yes. You know? Yeah. So. Um, I was also thinking about this quote as it pertains to like where you do artistic things. Like um, say if, if you make videos or you're a comedian or musician and you want to stay in good favor with the way that a certain platform works. Like you know that um, to get good traction on places like YouTube and TikTok and stuff like that and Instagram, you have to use it consistently. Maybe that consistency doesn't always match up with how you fill up your battery and make the best possible things. And then I was thinking about, I have nothing to compare this to or whatever. Think about if you had... There are reasons why this doesn't happen too. But think about if you had a favorite musician or comedian or content producer, mm-hmm. artist, mm-hmm. and they only put stuff out on Patreon at their pace. Think of how much different that stuff would be from person to person if they didn't have the 
well, I got to put something up now because I haven't put something up in two days. And if I don't put something up in three or four days, you're going to see less and less of me going forward. Mm -hmm. Like think about sometimes I'm like, you know, it's like the white stripes thing where they were like, we can only, we're only these two people. We can only use these colors and we can only, um, mm, you know, they have these limitations, this like rule of three Mm -hmm. and that's cool. And you paint yourself into a corner and the limitation becomes part of the creative process or the urgency or whatever. The parameters become part of the creative process. But think about if you followed someone who only made stuff exactly like Banksy. There are probably better examples, but like you don't hear about Banksy forever, Mm-mm. you know? And then you're like, oh, he made like 80 things this month, or he made this one thing and he snuck it into a whatever. Right. That's cool as shit. Yeah. And you have to have enough money or whatever to do that. Mm -hmm. Not even money. You just have to be able to take care of yourself however um, in order to do that. But I think a lot about how what a lot of people make would be different if if everyone was on that schedule instead of the we need to put stuff out because it's Tuesday. Gotta do it. Gotta go. Gotta, 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 gotta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... There's like a certain stress for people. I think I think that this that the younger generation is understanding that more than like your generation or my generation, which are different generations. <laughs> There's always a baby Fuck boomer. <laughs> <laughs> but no, for real. Um, I think that you know our parents were boomers that only like work, 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 right? Yes. Where like we can find a a slight balance between work and play and like, you know, lifestyle, but it's still mostly work, you know, yeah, uh-huh. where like this younger generation and is like- And we have like, a hard time shutting it off. Oh, it's awful. Right. But um, you're saying younger people have- I think they have- They a understand it. More. Better grip on it. And I think that yeah, they're, they, they realize how important it is because it comes back to like, you know, your mental health. Right. Like it comes back to you stressing out about something that you don't even realize that you're fucking stressing out about. True. And then all of a sudden you're just like a a ball of anxiety and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And then it's hard to even shut it off when you need to shut it off. Yeah. So I I don't know. I think that they've got a, I, I think that, you know, they have a better understanding of all of that good yeah maybe we could do one of those adult education classes and one of the cast members of euphoria can teach us how to chill the fuck out every now and again i don't know though that that cast is freaking out right now why i don't know they're the show is wild yeah love it (laughs) love it and that was television with zoya yes (laughs) it's good to have you back do we have uh calls from the discord yeah we also have Twitter questions, babe. We do have Twitter questions, yeah, babe. You want to ask them to me? Like, the, they're, welcome like, to our podcast. We're on, getting a on, solo hold cast. Hold on. Hold on one sec. Hold on one sec. Okay. We're getting a. That's it. Twitter. <laughs> You're getting a solo episode from Mike tomorrow. So if there's anything you want to hear him talk about, let him know in the replies. So she didn't delete it. No. That's my bad. Foolish Barry says, uh-huh. settled de- a debate between me and at Benny Putts. Okay. Have you ever dreamt about looking for a toilet and woke up having to pee? I don't remember a lot of my dreams. I have dreamt about needing to pee. And waking up either have already pissed (laughs) (laughs) or needing too bad. I used to, I remember when I, I peed the bed, like maybe, I don't know. It was such a rare thing for me, but I remember like having dreams where I would need to pee and not knowing if it was a dream or real life. And I would just pee because that's the next thing that happened. You yeah. got to pee, you pee. Yeah. And then you wake up and you're laying down. And you're like, mm, 
I'm wet. Uh-oh. Why am I wet? Why is my bed hot for a second but getting colder by the minute? <laughs> Why am I all of a sudden freezing just in my midsection? Why does it smell so cool in here? <laughs> <laughs> Dehydrated Why does it smell like yes. asparagus in this room? I don't know that I've had a dream about, you know, a bathroom specifically, but I've had dreams that I've had to pee and woke up and went to the bathroom. Yeah. I've never pissed the bed. You've never pissed the bed ever. Ever. Even as a kid. Never. Are you lying? Never. You know that we promise to not lie on this podcast. Kyle Y says, any advice for getting better sleep? I've been working nights for the past four years and my, my sleep schedule is all fucked up. Uh, right now I think, damn man, I wish I knew the exact code and this isn't the podcast for it, but I think uh, Dynamic Banter has a uh, partnership with Feels right now. And Feel the, Feels is CBD. Mm-hmm. And you might be able to put a couple drops of that under your tongue and get to bed real nice. It helps me. I have a problem um, sleeping sometimes. And that helped. I've used melatonin in the past. Mm-hmm. One time I drank NyQuil for six months. And you don't want to do that. That's, a, that's an example of what not to do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, but, you know, shut the fuck up before you go to sleep and uh, take your phone out of your face and don't yeah. drink coffee after a certain time. time. Yeah. Don't eat after a certain time, mm-hmm. 6.37-ish. And um, try to quiet, quiet your mind. Quiet your mind. Try to quiet your mind. I'm the wrong person to ask because I have been sleeping like shit since I got COVID. Like yeah. I can't get to sleep. I can't stay asleep. And then I'm up at, I woke up at like every hour on the hour for the last like two weeks, three That's weeks. because you didn't have your sweet baby next to your side, That's, by your side. That was just this weekend. Okay. Strictly Synergy says... Would golf be a better sport if all live spectators heckled the pros the way you get heckled when trying to play? So I put a couple of those videos up with my boys on the country club adjacent. Country club adjacent boys. Um, I'm going to say no because you're saying the entire audience, right? Uh, yeah, I think he's saying, yeah. If, if all, all spectators. spectators, yeah, I'll tell you what, and I mean this a lot of people, most people, not that funny. Yes. My friends are hilarious. Mm. Mm. De- debatable. My friends are hilarious. Uh, everyone imagine a group of people. Okay. Trying to be hilarious all at once, all the time. Yes. Throwing up. Yes. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it would be good at all. I, I think yeah. I think you would have to have designated. Each golfer has a teammate, a funny comedian teammate mm-hmm. that he uses to go psych out the other team like yeah. in basketball. Yeah. And that's where we're at. No, because most people that think they're funny that are not comedians Even need to worse. just shut the fuck up. Even worse. Just shut the fuck up. You're not funny. Even worse. Um, Zoe got kind of heated. Yeah, I did. Zoe so does sorry. this thing where she gets mad when her, her kind of her lips disappear. Yes, it's very. What do we call it? Small meef. Small meef. Zoe um, gets kind of small meef when she's upset. <laughs> we're gonna stop showing my lips. Uh, Rob says, "What do you? What did you think of this year's Royal Rumble?" I don't want to be negative. I've been going above and beyond to not be negative on the internet, mm-hmm. but I watched it. And there was a match between Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns that was very entertaining. Mm -hmm. And I thought the Royal Rumble part, especially the men's Royal Rumble, was boring. I thought it was boring. I did not watch. Yeah. I just thought it was boring. Yeah, that's fair. I I didn't want to. Yeah. I was very excited. Yeah. I always get excited. And then I feel like I get let down a little bit and then I don't watch for a while. You get excited and then it's disappointing. How many times are you going to get excited and then watch something and you're like, uh, and then keep going back to it? That's why I don't watch TV or movies. I've just seen too many that I'm like, okay. Speaking of movies, we watched, um, oh, what was it called? 
Harry Potter. No. God. Jurassic Park. I can't remember what it was called, but it was about this girl when she heard her family's deaf and she's the only one that can hear. They're all deaf. None of of them are alive. Deaf. Oh. There's a mom, brother and dad who are all deaf. Yes. And she's the only one. They're fisher. They're like fishermen Hmm. in Massachusetts. It was very cute. It made me cry and I was very upset about it. Why? Um, it was a sweet movie. Great. What the fuck was it called? Anyway, uh, Chips and Chase says, uh, I'd love to hear Mike's outlook on building habits. I'm trying very hard to get my eating and sleeping habits in order, and I'd love some insight. Chips and Chase. I was trying so hard to come up with a a title for that movie. But I think everything I'm thinking is either stupid or offensive. Anyway, I couldn't think of anything else other than that for a couple minutes. So please ask that question again if you could. I was being rude and I didn't hear I'd any sound. I'd love to hear Mike's outlook on building habits. Yes. I'm trying very hard to get my eating and sleeping habits in order and I'd love some insight. You just got to keep that goal in mind, dog. Go on. You got to keep your goal in mind and you got to make nothing more important than the goal. I struggle with it as well. I was just telling Zoe, it's like, I've been exercising on the regular, but there's still one or two days every week where I kind of eat like an asshole. And even if I'm eating less volume of what I would consider eating like an asshole, it's still the fact that I'm doing it and I need to want to lose the amount of weight I want to lose more than I want to eat like an asshole. And so it's really, I had this big, long, really helpful conversation with my mom about um, running a business and how when you run a business is like you come up with your mission statement and then everything you do as a business relates back to your mission statement. Mm -hmm. So if your mission statement is, you know, I want to lose weight or I want to sleep better or whatever. Everything you do has to somehow relate to that or else you're, you're not being efficient. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's all like, uh, making things routine. It's like a routine, like, okay, yeah, sure. Sometimes it gets boring to eat the same fucking thing over and over and over again. But for the most part, it's kind of like going ahead and doing that and allowing yourself your little fun things once a week, you know? You know what I've been noticing about eating more salads is that salads almost never taste like pizza. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, the name of that movie also was Coda. Coda. Great. Um, Maria asks, what kind of cake do you like to have on your birthday on my birthday mm-hmm. chocolate yeah funfetti Burp. that's for you Burp. you're horny about funfetti funfetti was the number one cake of people who brought cake in for their own birthday in grade school yeah dude, you ever notice the that? only good one that's why the only good cake is no, funfetti. listen i wasn't a cake fan for a very very long time i will have chocolate cake now but i feel like funfetti is light and fun, okay? It's fun. It's got sprinkles, okay? So you said a crazy thing when she said she said the fun was the best king Yes, I have. Yes. It's still my favorite. I can have a favorite. It doesn't have to be yours, okay? You. I'm my own that's person. Not, that wasn't what we were I talking about. I am my own human, you said, Mike. You said. Why are you trying? This is the month of love, okay? That's Stop. called deflection. Yes, it is. What you just did is called deflection. Thank you so much. Uh, the cross, Greg Barboza says crossover wrestling stars to reality tv 
or pizza, LOL. What? The crossover of wrestling stars or TV or reality TV or pizza. I'm sorry. What? (laughs) (laughs) I read it right the first time. The crossover of wrestling stars to reality TV. The crossing over. Yeah. Which would you rather? Or pizza? Or pizza. Pizza. Okay. Pizza above most other, any kind of crossover, unless it's the crossover of meats and cheese to pizza. Mm-hmm. The crossover, the, the, um, the crossover between buffalo chicken and pizza. 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 Yeah. Uh, Jake says, how can I be more like his wife? I need to know what you're like now to know how you could be more like my wife. Yeah. Here's all I have to go on right now. Your name is Jake. Change your name. Still four letters. You're getting there. (laughs) Allie asks, favorite random 90s lyric? Uh, That's pretty good. Is that 90s? Gonna have time, a whole lot of precious time. Gotta have patience and time. To do, to do, to do, to do, to do, to do it right. To do it, to do it. That was like my first favorite song that I remember. And I had no idea that was George Harrison until years and years later. These are my confessions. It was probably That's mine. Not 90s. Was yeah. Confessions 90s? Yes. Part two or part one? He was at the comedy store the other night. Was he? Ursher. He was at church the other day. <laughs> Sat my grandma. Ursher. Ursher. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. Lannis Morissette lyrics. <laughs> So many. I got a hole in my oh, heart. Exactly. It can only be filled by you wholehearted. Yeah. Justine asks, let's say someone hands you a box of crayons. Someone hands me a box of crayons. What color do you pick first? Depends on what I'm doing with the crayons. Probably the black one. That's what I was going to say. Black and red. Probably. I'd pick but those. to do what? It, it All that matters. You know. It really, intention really matters. Outline? Outline. You got to outline You got to outline it, loun it first. Yes, loun it. January Jones says. January Jones. Is that somebody's real name? That's what it says. That's great. At GD7. January Jones, dude. Yeah. Jesus. Favorite wrestling move to do in a pool. In a pool. Some kind of cutter. Diamond cutter slash RKO. Mm-hmm. Suplex is fun in a pool. Mm-hmm. Suplex is fun into a pool. Yes. Dangerous. Fun. Fun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's this move. The most common, I'm going to say this, the most common wrestling move performed in a pool is done by pretty much everyone, even if you don't like or know or understand wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's called the electric chair. And that's when you have somebody up on your shoulders and then you fall backwards. Mm-hmm. People do that shit all the time. I have no idea time. what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> Jamie's calling me right now. Uh, Jack says, uh, leisure versus being on the grind or how to stay focused on work without losing joy in what you do. You just got to rewind to the first part of the show. Yeah. Writing this on my way back from vacation. Which is always a weird time to reflect on work versus play. Man, there's nothing better. On Sunday, this Sunday, mm-hmm. I uh, I was like, I'm I'm not doing anything, and it was so helpful. On Monday, I felt you know I know I didn't get the show done, but I got a lot of other things done, and I felt so good and rejuvenated and great, and it felt awesome. So. Sitting the fuck down for a second and shutting off is really good. Even 
as much as you would make the commitment to yourself to get something done by a deadline, it's, you know, having the same fervor towards uh, relaxation day is that's good stuff. Yeah. Helpful. Caitlin with a K asks more rambunctious Mike in college stories. Hmm. I mean, I did the one where I almost got thrown out because of the stripper. Mm -hmm. I did the one where I put the guy's bike up the flagpole. Mm -hmm. Ever tell you about fixing stuff? Yes. You've told me about it. Have I talked about it on the podcast? I don't know. Maybe. I'll go real fast. Um, Senior year? Senior year, we lived in the townhouses at Fairfield University. We had a big dining room table for some reason. We thought we were very um, sophisticated because we were boys with a dining room table. Um, come move out time, we know that we don't need a lot of this stuff and half of it's broken. And uh, the table was no different. And one of the big legs came off the table. And we're talking about leg, like banister, also very sexily shaped uh-huh. dining room table leg, handcrafted wood. And so one of these came off and it was like a club, like a caveman club. Mm-hmm. And it had a bolt sticking out of it. No. And so we started looking for things that we were going to throw out anyway. First thing I could remember was the coffee machine we had a terrible coffee machine and it was almost never working anyway so we brought it out to the back which was like a yard kind of backyard between our townhouses and the ones across the way maybe like you know 25 yards of space in between the two and we would put the coffee maker on the ground and say i could fix this and we'd fix it quotation fingers with the club by hitting it as hard as we could as many times as we could Mm -hmm. and then we'd pick it up we say all better i'll fix stop and then that was so much fun that we put kind of an apb out to all of our friends and we said we'll fix anything that you have (laughs) broken (laughs) and people bring stuff to our house (laughs) And half expect it to be fixed mm. <laughs> before throwing it in their car and moving back home. Mm-mm. And then we, like, you just give me a couple minutes. <laughs> Hold on. And then we go out back and we'd hit it with the leg of a dining room table until it was smashed into How oblivion. How pissed off were your friends, though, that brought stuff that were like, he can fix it? More people brought stuff when they got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. When they knew that we were just demolishing. Yeah. Um, and that, that was, that was the ideal situation, but that, that was one of many rambunctious dude. I did so much dumb shit. I was in a stupid jam band. I was drunk all the time. You know, I was different, different Different, person, different person. No, not, you know, I'm glad we met when we did, when we met me too. Uh, We were supposed to meet when we were fully formed dude erica rhodes has this story has this joke very funny comedian by the way and she talks about how you become who you are in your 30s and in your 20s you just try on different personality types and uh early 20s is even worse Worse. it's the worst time being in your 20s is the worst worst so i get so i never talk anyone out of it no you have to live it. But I get really sad when people at the end of their 20s are like, oh, I'm going to be 30. And I was like, dude, you don't even know. Nope. You don't even know how cool all of your 30s are. Uh-huh. 30s are so important. And your 20s ain't shit. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> Just so you know. I've had, uh, um, I'm coming on to the 39th year yes. of my 30s. How do you think your 40s are going to be at? I don't know. I'm not sure. But uh, I've had a really, really great time being 30. Me too. So in my 30s. Yeah, so. me too. Uh, Ian asks, what's your favorite pen? pen? Favorite pen? Pen. Why, you want to be pen pals, Ian? I love this as my favorite. I, I think I've talked about this before. Mm. Unipen, fine line, waterproof, and fade 
proof pigment ink. Uh, specifically, the 0.8 version. It's like a felt-tipped something. But this is my favorite pen. Unipin. 0.8. Recap after use. Bleed out. Made in Vietnam. Black. Um, That's all the information. I have a pencil. That's your favorite? That's your favorite thing to write with is that pencil? This pencil. (laughs) You're looking romantically at the pencil. Um, (laughs) Other handed guy says, is Wordle a good use of my time? I don't know. Probably. I, uh... It's fine. Word stuff is is good. Doesn't that work your brain out? Yes, Word it does. stuff. I haven't tried it yet. I did admittedly get annoyed when everyone was just posting those fucking squares on yep. the internet. Yep. But you know, eventually, it's like all things, man. It's like the Macarena in this bitch. <laughs> you do. Everyone does it for a little while, and everyone is super horn corn plornious about it. <laughs> The porniest. And then uh, the other half of the people make fun of it, and then it goes away because it's a fad. Yeah. Or it's it's your it's um, Gen Z's crossword puzzle. Sure. Because uh, I think a paper a New, York New York Times, Times just, just bought, just it, bought or it. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. Say I goodbye. Have, say goodbye to it now. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. Done. Now, yeah. when the old people get a hold of it, uh-huh. you're out. Yes. Not cool anymore. No. Uh, my sister and my brother-in-law got me into it this weekend. Fun? Pretty good, I have to say. Do you it's have kind the... of hard. Yeah? I No, I don't have the patience if that's what you were going to ask me. That's not what I was going to yeah. ask. Do you have the urge to share your score with God, no. <laughs> Fuck no. I don't even have the urge to post on my social media enough. Just say, instead of posting your Wordle score, just be like, I played Wordle, I'm smart. That's it. I played Wordle, <laughs> eat a dick. I'm smart. I'm yeah. the smart. Levi asks, do you like burgers? Yes. Yes. Same. This is the last question on here. Okay. And I'm going to... We'll get back to the Discord questions next week. Yes. Uh, Tristan Lalas. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I don't understand why everyone is so interested in our children lately. Whose children? Uh, ours. Mine? Mm-hmm. Yours and mine. Huh. I didn't know you guys knew about them. <laughs> Will your hypothetical children be more Italian or Albanian? Sorry if I remembered the wrong made-up country. Made-up country? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> Will your hypothetical children answer this question? Will your <laughs> hypothetical children be more Italian or a made-up country? <laughs> you guys, Uh-oh. this has been uh, welcome to our podcast. Oh, man. Um, fuck around and find out is the answer to that question. Why don't you fuck around and find out? Uh, as you, you all know, Patreon.com is a virtual tipping and rewards website where you give us a little bit of your hard-earned cash and... Uh, $10 group gets a shout out and that kind of goes a little something like this uh, Grego Raja uh, Elizaeus uh, uh, Joe uh, Terzan Austin Louis and Odette Lauren Shagnas Shagnasi 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 you know that she was uh, on some Torres. kind of a team and they called her sure. Shagnasi yeah 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 uh, Nick Torres Paul Gilliam Jacob Mock Will Carey okay, Steve Deergo uh, Chris McCarthy, Trevor the Werefishy, Joe Perfect. Penn, Perfect. Happy Birthday Starlight, JJ McToots, uh, Rachel Last Name, Last Name, mm-hmm. uh, Mike Genie, Alan Garcia, Connie Tryon, Mandy Page Bayless, Ali, Mitra Cam, Antero Baez, Justin Batdorf, Ivana Dubin, Chris Fernandez, Johnny Rosito, Handcraft and Neckwear, CC, PB and J, Reese Carnes, Admammed. Uh, Chili Filson, Emily Paget, the Kool Aid Man's lawyer, uh, Lizzie Love, Gavin Welsh, crossed up. Someone tell Aaron, Emily Buck, Jackie Hammond, Paige, not Midwestern demo, Jansen. Uh, the guy with long hair, new Chris, who dis? 
Happy birthday, Chris. Anna Valles. Oops, just Dale. Benjamin Putz. Uh, Marquise Cruz. Beth Bush. Snuggle Pig H. Uh, Ryan Ashbrook. Christina Camille. Nils of Nyquest. Josh Standing. Michael Johnson. Uh, Joseph Dilcox. Kayla Johnston. Rock. Rock. Yeah. Uh, Grant Levis here. Chad Clark. Joe Finney, Heather Ashley, What is Cat, Katie Taylor, Shane Welsh, Ivan Canoe, Joe Van, Milky Beans, Antler, Jess Enright, Lillian Carrillo, Magnus Silva, Do- uh, Barrington Lo- Lloyd Lovett, uh, Benjamin Fuchs, Theodorus Carambellis, One Bum Man, uh, Danny Sinclair, Jacob D. Bradford, Justine Bebestein, uh, Chris Robinson, Josh Josh, Sergeant Sparty, Ed Birch, Helen Ford, Superfloss, did I say Superfloss twice? You said it now. Yeah. Uh, Tatiana Clay, Danielle Di Verona, uh, Kay John Robinson, KDA. John Robinson. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean Stone, Valerie York, Dev, Jesse Stillwell, Katie Lee G, Deb, uh, uh, Rob yes. Devereux. Rob Devereux. Wow. Uh, Don Bjorn, Nestor DeLeon III, Dara McGrath, Luis Hernandez, Monique Quistor of Troy R., Cody Osalas, Felicia Shimberry, and... Matthew J. Palka, you guys, thank you so much. Uh, I hope you guys have a good week, and we'll see you next week. See you next week, you guys. Bye. Thank you for tuning in. Tuning. <laughs>